Hi, we're Mel and Missy, respectfully a clinical mental health therapist and fear fighter life coach. But it goes beyond that. We are representatives of you. Trash It is a brand that helps women focus on their next level of freedom by getting rid of the emotional garbage in their lives, whether it's toxic relationships, thought patterns, stigmas, etc. We represent mothers and single mothers, daughters, wives, and divorcees, business professionals, entrepreneurs, and even Christians and ministers of the gospel. We're, We're trashing it all. Hello, 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 and welcome to a, another episode of Trashed It. Um, and I think first of all, Missy, I don't know about you, but I'm still on a high from this. I weekend. am. What <sighs> a beautiful time we had. I know. So for awesome. those for those that don't know, we did our very first um, live podcast in Evansville, Indiana. Yeah. So if you didn't watch that one, definitely make sure you check it out on YouTube or on um, Apple Podcasts or Google or wherever you're listening to your favorite podcast. It was absolutely wonderful. It we had. Awesome. Yeah, we had wonderful guests, um, Jackie Hedgepeth yes. and Rhonda Drake. Yes. And um, it was, I think it was very, it was very powerful. It was powerful. And then we trashed plates afterwards. Um, that was also our fundraiser for uh, breast cancer awareness. Uh, so, yeah, we're very excited about that. Awesome. Yes. So, um, Missy, what are your thoughts regarding last weekend? Oh, gosh. Hey, I have finally caught up on my sleep. I know, right? <laughs> we, all, you know, we both were just going, going, going. It took me but three was, days. You know, it took me about two and a half. Yeah. Yes. And you must have known I was tired because I didn't text you early. I didn't text you, you. call you early, send you emails early. I was tired, but all in all, we had a great time. It was powerful. It was encouraging. Um, and it was wonderful just to come out and be among individuals. Um, the weather was gorgeous. It was, it was. And I'm so, I am so, so, uh, appreciative of Mo. Mo's house. Uh, that's Mariah, and she has a space in Evansville, Indiana. If you are ever in the Midwest, close to Evansville, close to Henderson, Kentucky, anywhere in that vicinity, please do yourself a favor and yes. visit Mo's house. Please. Have a libation or two. Yes, yes. <laughs> mango, so, mango. Yeah, <laughs> yes, have a mango, mango. <laughs> and uh, last, last on that. We were also, we also did these shirts, right, that oh. were for breast cancer awareness, yeah. and those had a lot of traction. And if we would have been thinking, we could really could have put them on today. If anyone else wants to purchase, you can head to our website that is now live, yes. which is yes. um, and you can purchase the shirt. I love it. Love Through it. The end love of October. It. <laughs> So, what are we trashing today? So, you know, there are a lot of things we celebrate during October. 
We just celebrated breast cancer awareness. One of the other major themes for October is domestic violence awareness. And I, for my trash it moment, I want to interview you. Mm-hmm. So I want to interview you on domestic violence. Yes. And what I want to trash today is the thought that you cannot overcome domestic violence. Gosh. Right. Um, or, or that you cannot you can't leave. Mm. Right. There are so many things we can't we can trash on this on this exactly. topic. Um, and so it actually may be a two part series. Yeah. Not really sure just yet, but I definitely wanted to start with kind of just mentioning um, just one major major statistic, which was on the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Um, they did a report and it and it talked about how there are 20 on average, 20 people per minute who are um, being abused by their partner. And it didn't say 20 men or 20 yeah. women, just 20 people, which is roughly around 10 million people per year. And I know, Missy, you and I have have definitely shared um, some of, you know, some of your experience. And I think I think it's only befitting. Right. Because I think that's why we're sitting in this space as we have trashed, you know, our own insecurities and our own just just our own baggage. Absolutely. Um, So. Why don't can you just start by giving giving us some background on on your your story? Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. And thank you so much for saying the can't, uh, because there's so many things that can go to that word can't. Um, you can't be embarrassed. You can't be ashamed. Um, you cannot not live right. Uh, but mine was years ago. And it started uh, just with a question. And I remember like it was yesterday. It was a Friday. We had just came home with the kids from the grocery store. I asked him to help me put the groceries up. That's all it was. My tone was calm. I wasn't smart. I wasn't rolling my neck, rolling my eyes, anything, Mm -hmm. right? And um, he became upset. And it just started the first time it started with a smack a smack across my face. And it, I was taken back, like, where did this come from? Um, so a smack started into a punch. A punch went into a hit. Hits went into full-blown out fights. Fights went into me in survival mode, trying to protect myself and definitely protect my children. And at that time, I was even pregnant as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it was an ongoing cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, but the crazy thing, and I think I even shared with you, um, even before trashed it was what we know now Mm -hmm. is that I equated that with love. Mm. I was not raised in that type of environment. Mm -hmm. So with me having insecurities already as a young woman and a young wife and a young mother, that was his love language. And so I just received what he gave me. 
And I equated that with love. Wow. So, okay. So you're, so you said that the first time was you just asking to put up mm-hmm. the groceries. So you asked him, you asked him to help with the groceries and there was this smack. It was a smack. He was just, I'm assuming now, was in a bad mood. It was a Friday. Um, he and I were both in the military at that time. So you can all, you know, imagine the stressors that we had, being a young couple, having kids, being in the military, um, not making a lot of money, but we still were able to maintain. Mm-hmm. And it was just that question, if you can help me put the groceries up. And again, I was I didn't have an attitude. I wasn't smart. I wasn't rolling my neck. I was not mean. I was just being calm like I am now. Mm-hmm. And it started with a smack across my face. You know, so I talk to a lot of women daily. Mm-hmm. And this is one subject that comes up all the time, more time, more times than, than I would like to to think, yeah. you know, it would be a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And one of the things most women say is I didn't see it. Oh, like I like I went ahead. I, I married him and and there were no signs. Exactly. And then. That bleepity bleep bleep changed on me. That was it. While we were dating, uh, in the short amount of time that we did date, uh, there were no signs, no Mm -hmm. signs. But such a gentleman would open up the door for you, whether going into a building, you know, open up your car door, um, compliment you on how nice you look, how much he loves you. Uh Oh, you know, that type of, that's, you're the best thing. The that perfect ever gentleman. Yes. The perfect gentleman. Um, and it seems like that once I took the last name, that's when all hell broke loose. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I had no clue, no clue whatsoever. No. Wow. So do you, do you think there were uh, uh, maybe other, other stressors or, um, or did he just for real, for real, put on a really good act? He put on a good act. He put on a good act. He really did. He put on a good act. And I was, I mean, I was surprised. And I still think about it sometimes. It's it's been years. Mm-hmm. But I was so surprised. Like, like, how could I not see this coming? Mm-hmm. And so I, I will tell you, um, and I know you asked earlier, like, really, how did it start? But I will also, I also remember, and I'm a, dating myself, Ricky Lake had a talk show. And I remember she was talking to women that survived domestic violence. And I was watching the show and out loud. And I said, oh, that would never happen to me. I don't know. How could they stay? Oh, goodness. I wish I would. And then look what happened. Yeah. And look what happened. You know, I think it's cool that you said that, though, because Mm -hmm. that's the other statement Mm -hmm. I, I get all the time is, you know, I never would have, I never would think it would be me. Exactly. Oh, and, and to stay right. Number one, you don't think it can ever be you. Exactly. Number two, you do fall into it Mm -hmm. and you stay. Yeah. You don't know what one is worse. And I don't mean to get um, to cut you off. Go ahead. Did it happen to you or that you continue to stay? Crazy as that sounds. But I think, but I think that goes into the stigma, the stigma of um number one, it's somehow my fault. Yes. 
Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Somehow my fault. Um, I know some of the some of the symptoms it you know, you can that kind of lead you into recognizing that domestic abuse is happening is, you know, when there's that that power struggle. Right. Oh, gosh, like control yes. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, they are extremely become extremely jealous. Mm-hmm. Try to isolate you from yes. family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, embarrass you. Yes. You know, embarrass you, especially in front of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here, here's one that I think is very interesting. Even manipulating and and um, pressuring, pressuring you to have sex or to do sexual favors or yeah. acts that you really don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we don't we don't really equate that. Mm-hmm. to domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would, so what would you say when it comes to the, to those stigmas or this, the, the first one, the stigma of is my fault. Are you interested in being a sponsor for the trash it podcast? If so, reach out to us via email at we trashed it at gmail.com. It took me a long time to leverage my mindset over that statement because I always assumed it was my fault. It was Mm -hmm. my fault. Um, But it's not, it is not your fault that this has happened or that it is happening. Um, Oh gosh, Melanie, like, you know what? No one has ever asked me that, but I had to start leveraging my mindset Mm -hmm. over it. And it wasn't until after our divorce. Were you embarrassed? Oh, absolutely. And it was a hidden secret. Nobody knew. So One did, person knew. Did you feel like that was necessary? I did. Yeah, because I protected him and had to protect my mm-hmm. kids. And so, again, he and I were both in the military. So, mm-hmm. you know, the repercussions from that. So, you know, not wanting him to get in trouble, because if he gets in trouble, then he gets kicked out. Then where is the income going to come? Because now we're down to one income now. You know, then we have the kids. And oh, my goodness, then what if CPS comes in and takes Mm -hmm. the kids? Then So it was a revolving door of thoughts, of negative thoughts that I had. And so I protected them. Mm -hmm. And it ended up costing me. When you say it costed you, what do you mean? Oh, gosh, Um, it cost me my freedom. It cost me um, my emotions. It cost me relationship with my children. And I say that to say, um, because during that time, I raised my kids in survival mode. Mm -hmm. So there were so many things that I missed out on as a young mother with young kids. And there were so many things that my kids missed out on as young kids. Um, because of the environment that they were raised in. And that wasn't fair to them. But at the same time, I didn't know and I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Because who was going to help me? You know, um, I remember contacting an attorney, going to press charges against them. And the first thing that he said, well, you know, if you do that, you won't get child support. Are you serious? So again, it was a revolving door. So it goes back to you really do think it's your fault. Well, I I can't, I can't get him in trouble. I can't let this happen. Mm -hmm. If he leaves and you know, there's no money coming in or like I stated, we're down to one income. 
So I always thought it was my fault. Crazy as it sounds, but like you stated, it's control and manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, here's, here's one of the other things I always hear the, the saying or the quote, well, I don't want my kids to be raised in a one parent home. Yeah. yeah. And, and like this thought of, I can, I can see so much potential. Mm-hmm. Like if he would just change this or, you know, if he would just do this, I know he can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we could be this family. Yeah. It's in him. Yeah. 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 And so my question is, is usually, okay, is your, is your statement based on actual facts or is your statement based on what you would like to see? The latter. <laughs> <laughs> what I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, there was potential there. Everybody has potential. I think it's hard to leave somebody that you love, though. Oh, it was very hard. And you had kids. So mm-hmm. you had kids and bills and life on top of the domestic violence that was happening in the home. And it became, it was, I became used to it. It was did you, like. Did you justify it? Oh, yeah, I did. I did. I justified it. Um, you know, the kids had to be quiet. They had a bad day at work. Things are going on. Money is tight. Well, I understand, but it shouldn't happen. You know, love is patient. Love is kind. You know, you keep going over in your mind about things, but you put sunglasses on and you put your face on, you mask up. Everything mm-hmm. is okay. You okay? Oh, I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. Everything is okay. And on the inside, you're hurting, you're screaming for help, but mm-hmm. you don't want anyone to know because you don't want anyone in your business because it's embarrassing. You know what? You, you just said something that, that just kind of had my wheels turning. What's that? Because of course we are both in, in the church world, right? Mm-hmm. And we're, we're both preachers and we both you know, have this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think, um, do you think there's like this, almost this fine, this gray area when it comes even to Christianity mm-hmm. and, and our thoughts on love is patient, love is kind, um, love hides a multitude of mm-hmm. faults. Yes. Because those yeah. are the ones we especially say. that verse. Yeah, those are the ones we say. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I wonder if we use that as the 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 scapegoat mm-hmm. or we hold so rigid yeah. to that scripture, to those to those sayings that we just let it go. Yeah, we do. We turn the other cheek. Oh, oh God. There you go. We turn God yeah. gives us grace and mercy. Yeah. His grace he is forgives sufficient. all of our sins. His grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This too shall pass. And I think about, you know, some of the scriptures that I would just quote in my mm-hmm. head. And at that time, you know, he and I were not steady in a church setting or had a covering, I should say, because I don't like to keep using the word church. Churches is the building, right? but it's, you know, 
it's really in here. But so during that time, again, we were young. So we did not have a steady covering. We did not have a church, you know, that we called home. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as, you know, of course, in the Baptist church, move your membership. My membership was still, you know, Mm -hmm. my home of record, which was here in Evansville. Mm -hmm. And he was in Georgia, his was in Georgia. So we did not have a consistent covering. We didn't get go to church on a consistent basis. And you know how it is when you leave home. Like, oops, mom and dad's not here. I'm grown. I can do whatever right. I want. <laughs> I go when my back is up against the wall, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's how our church attendance was. So again, we did not have that covering. So all I knew were those love scriptures. Love is patient. Love is kind. Mm-hmm. And so I justified those scriptures mm-hmm. as, well, it, it, it's going to get better. Wow. Yeah. And I know we have a short amount of time and there's just so much. I think you and I both want to say about it and that I think that we can say about it. Um, And I think when it comes to domestic violence of women of color, Mm -hmm. that we keep our mouth shut. We do. We keep our mouth shut um, because we do not want anyone to know our business. Like what happens in the house stays in the house. This is not Vegas. Mm-hmm. People are dying because you are not opening your mouth. Right. Right. And you, no, 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 go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. And that was that was probably the biggest hurdle I had to overcome. I did not want anyone in my business. And then you take the kids to school or daycare. Don't tell them what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know, so not only was he manipulating me, then I I in turn was manipulating my children. Mm-hmm. How did you how did you do with feeling guilty? Oh gosh. You would ask me that. <laughs> wow. I drank. Okay. Yeah. So that was my coping mechanism. It, yeah. we all, like we all have one. We all have that that vice. Yes. Right. Yes, um, yes, and I ma'am. think, like you said, especially for black women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that I would necessarily just say black women, mm-hmm. because I think the thing that all across the board mm-hmm. we have in common with say women of of, of other races mm-hmm. is that thought of embarrassment. Yeah. Right? I think there are, I think there are some things mm-hmm. that are prevalent to mm-hmm. you know being a black woman mm-hmm. dealing with domestic violence. Yeah. But I think on so many levels mm-hmm. across the board, yeah, we're the same. We're you know you and you're it, right. And it's it so doesn't true. have a look, it doesn't have a socioeconomic status. You know, you you could be living in a 10 bedroom home mm-hmm. and still be getting your butt whipped. You're right. 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 And, and that's right. that's still embarrassing. That's still something that you know, would be will be shameful about. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So when it comes to um, when it comes to the kids. Mm-hmm. How did you deal with how did you deal with moving past? the guilt with them when you finally decided to move to move on gosh not until they were older Mm -hmm. 
not until they were older. And we went through family counseling, went through therapy. And so during that time, a lot of things came up. Mm. Um, man, you would ask me that. And I feel the tears coming. Um, a lot of things came up at that time and they were young, but they remembered. So they suppressed. Um, and to say, but mommy, like you let that happen. In their mind, I let it happen, but in my mind, I'm protecting them. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm at a point now where we just have to have open dialogue and have conversations. Mm -hmm. Now, when we started Trash It, we gave a disclaimer that sometimes you might see us cry. Right. <laughs> and it's one of those moments. Yeah. And it's one of those moments. And it took a long time. And it wasn't until years, like I stated, we started going through family counseling mm -hmm. um, that a lot of it came out. And they kept it inside for so long. Mm -hmm. And oh, I felt like a ton of bricks had been what laid on you, my chest. So what do you what do you say to to women even now mm -hmm. who have that thought of, oh my God, it's my fault, right? Like it's, mm -hmm. it's my fault. My kids are ruined. Yeah. I ruined their lives. Mm -hmm. You know, the reason they are doing what they're doing now as adults or acting out as, as a kid in school, mm -hmm. it's my fault. Yeah. I failed them. Like, what do you, what do you say to that woman? You know what, outside of telling them and telling her that it is not their fault, it is not your fault, now is the time to seek help. Mm. Counseling. Um, if you are in an unsafe environment, there are so many organizations that can help you get out safe and get out safely. Mm. Um, I do believe that organizations, shelters, um, support groups have truly grown throughout the years. Mm. You know, back in the day, you didn't have a whole lot. You didn't have a lot of safety nets. There weren't a lot of safe places for women to go to. And this was what, 20 years ago that we couldn't go to. You could call 911. You could go to a neighbor's house. But guess what, male? You had to go back home. Right. So it's not your fault. Mm. There's an issue there. There's an issue. And I would tell any woman, especially that has children, and if your children are being affected by it, please seek counseling. There is nothing wrong with therapy and or counseling. Mm -hmm. And we did it. And unfortunately, we did it late, but we did it. Mm -hmm. And so I do believe that's when we were able to work on some issues. And when I say family unit, I'm talking me and my three children. Mm -hmm. nobody else but it was me and my children mm -hmm. I will I'll say um I think sometimes it takes us a while to even realize that yeah. we've even been in mm -hmm. a domestic violence situation uh -huh. right but I, I know for I know for you that was out there right there was there was no way yeah. around that and, and I don't mean to cut, cut you off, but mine was also not only was it physical, but it was emotional as well. So I had mm -hmm. I had them both. 
Mm-hmm. So not only you becoming the punching bag, but then you're hearing that nobody will ever want you. You ain't nothing but a piece of crap, mm-hmm. you know, calling you out of your name. Look at you. You're ugly. You're fat. You're bald, you know, and all of these things yeah. played in my mind. Mm-hmm. And again, so I, I see parts mm-hmm. to this coming because mm-hmm. I know there's more. Um, yeah, yeah, I know there's more. You know, I I think you know, sometimes we don't even realize that um, in the course of a marriage, right, or just in the course of a relationship, um, you know, there are times when I'm going, and I'm going back to the sexual part of it, mm-hmm. right, because this is a part where I think it gets really, really sticky, and, and it gets really, the, the shades of gray are are just, um, just all over the place. Right. So I think there are times when even in our relationships, when we are asked as women Mm -hmm. um, to do things, Mm -hmm. sexual acts, sexual favors that we say no to. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's still this, well, I want you to do it. Mm -hmm. And, and we, we do it mm-hmm. out of fear mm-hmm. because we don't, because you don't want to get beat up. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think sometimes it goes over our heads Ooh, that, that that's, that's a part of domestic violence. Hey, ma'am, can we hit, can we hit stop? I'm so sorry. Yes. As always, we thank our listeners for tuning in. We invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Trashed It! Exclamation point podcast. You can listen to our podcast on various podcast platforms. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Trashed It! Podcast. And please chit chat with us throughout the week on our social media channels, Facebook at Trashed It and Instagram at We Trashed It.